It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard. It is the Locked on Redskins podcast. This is the weekend edition, although we don't have until Sunday. We have a Saturday afternoon Redskins soiree in Smashville, in Nashville, Tennessee, against the 8-6 and six Tennessee Titans. And who better to talk some Redskins football with than the former host of the Locked on Redskins podcast? It is Hollywood Nick Ashew. How are you, pal? Happy holidays. I, I can't believe we're already down almost the end of the season. Right? And it's probably going to be the end of the season period for this team in two yeah. weeks. But that's a whole other part of this season. Yeah, you Good don't have Lord. to clean up the mess like I have to. I, I mean, you left I've me got with my this... own mess to clean up now, trust <laughs> me. <laughs> you left me with this smoldering mm-hmm. mess. Uh, it was going good for a little while. The first three weeks I did the podcast I know. for you. I uh, took over the, the mm-hmm. morning after they played New Orleans. Remember on that terrible Monday night? You cleaned it up. I mean, they went on, what, a three-game winning streak or whatever it was? Yeah. I was, like, feeling my oats, right? Listen, they were 6-3 t- at you, one point. The, the Capitals never lost another game after you touched the Stanley oh. Cup. And when you took over this podcast, before all the injuries happened, the Redskins never lost a game. I'd like to say you're a good luck charm. The problem is is that the rest of the season isn't really indicative of that good luck. No, so no, 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 no. There's no. that problem on top of this. All right, so basically with this game coming up against the 8-6 and six Titans, we know about Derrick Henry. We know, we know about Marcus Mariota. I mean, I would ask you, does anybody – do you think anybody on the Redskins scares the Titans? Because I think you have to be a little bit nervous, if not scared flat out, about Derrick Henry, who has run for six touchdowns and a million yards in the last two games against the Jaguars and the Giants. I think you have to be a little bit nervous about Marcus Mar- Right? The Redskins have nobody that scares you, no, do they? No, nobody's left. There's nobody on there. I mean, Josh Johnson may run around for a little while for this team, but like Derrick Henry, you mentioned, he's had over 400 yards rushing in the last two weeks. Right. Like. He's been incredible all of a sudden, and he's he was very quiet for a lot of this year, and then how he has turned into a monster for them. When the Redskins team that's decimated by injuries, there's just nothing on their side that I would be scared of if I was the Titans. I mean, especially with, you know, you have Jordan Reed now out. You don't know whether Josh Doxson's going to play, whether Vernon Davis is going to play. Right. Guys that could They're maybe make a up. play for you. I mean, there's really nothing left on this team. There's a point. You may have to go play receiver for them this weekend. Yeah, and on a short week, and so there's one less day for these guys to recover. And by the time you listen to this, we might know if a guy like Vernon Davis didn't even make the trip to Nashville. It kind of depends on when, again, you're listening to this. As Nick and I record this, it is Thursday evening right now. Uh, Vernon Davis, as we mentioned, uh, kind of dealing with concussion symptoms. And Josh Doxson's got some back spasms. And, again, that could – Hurt them even more. If I was the Redskins, I'd probably run the ball, oh, I don't know, 40, 40 times in this game. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. that might be your only chance between Adrian Peterson, Chris Town, you know, an occasional screen, an occasional flat route to Jeremy Sprinkle, and then a bunch of Josh Johnson, a bunch of Adrian Peterson, and who knows, maybe even Samaje P. Ryan could get off the Yeah, bench. we're looking at the Josh Johnson, Jeremy Sprinkle show possibly this weekend, Ooh. which we kind of already had, I guess, last week. It's not good because we watched it last week with Jacksonville and it wasn't pretty, but they did win, so I'll, I'll give them that. But look, man, I just I've never seen a team get so decimated by injuries two years in a row like this. Last year was bad. This year's worse. I mean, you lose your top two quarterbacks. 
before the season, I mean, maybe Colt. I mean, but in the end, I mean, this is a team that has been destroyed the last couple of years, Russell. I've never seen anything like it. All right, so we're here with Nick Ashew. Of course, uh, you can watch him on NBC Sports Washington. Listen to him on 106.7 The Fan, the former host of the Locked on Redskins podcast. So, Josh Johnson, we had this argument or this debate uh, on the radio show we did together on 106.7 The Fan on Thursday. Now, is Josh Johnson playing for his job over the next two weeks, or do you think he's already got one locked up? He still has two more weeks left to really audition for the NFL. Look, you've got to keep in mind that this guy hadn't started an NFL game since 2011. He was a forgotten name. He was playing in the AAFL XGY League, whatever the hell that weird uh-huh. league was that he was drafted in. I have no idea what that thing was. Number one overall pick. That's fine. He really can't throw the football very well. Like, he can run the football, and that's nice, but he can't throw the football. Right. He's got to show that he can throw the football to be in a position where – he can continue an NFL career, right. okay? He's a master but, of a flat route type throw or maybe a slant like they did a couple of times on Sunday. All short stuff, and even that is somewhat questionable. At the same time, he's shown that he can make an impact with an offense. And his versatility, his athleticism works in his favor. What works against him, though, is the fact that he's 33 years old. Like, if he was a younger quarterback, that would work a little better for him. I could see if the Redskins weren't sold on Alex Smith in terms of his health. They didn't know what the future was going to be, at least for this year. Maybe they bring him in a training camp, give him a shot. But they got to have a young guy there, too. Like, it doesn't matter. They have to draft somebody this year. Second, third, fourth round. I don't want a first-round pick. Second, third, fourth round, maybe. But Josh Johnson has shown that he can win a football game. Fine. That's that's one game. He's got to show that consistency over the next two weeks because if he gets figured out in two weeks – Teams are going to be like, well, this is this is why you hadn't played in the league in years. What if they win, but he doesn't play well? How do you evaluate him then? Thanks for playing. So you're just ready to move on because you're already moving on from Mark Sanchez. There, there, there you don't are, know if Colt McCoy can stay healthy. Like it's for not more like than, Josh Johnson is, is if he was a young quarterback, you'd right. say, okay, this guy has because a high he's ceiling. 33. Because he's at that age now where you say this is this is who he is. He filled the gap, and that was nice, but you can go find another quarterback that's had consistent start or at least playing time in the NFL over the last five years, or even maybe find somebody that's younger, whether you're drafting him and you've got Colt McCoy, and maybe you have two young guys in the organization. You draft two quarterbacks. I don't know, but they need to figure out the future of the quarterback position, and it's not Josh Johnson. He could be in camp for them, but he's not the future of this team. Follow Nick Ashew at Nick Ashew. Again, watch him on NBC Sports Washington. Listen to him on 106.7. The fan, of course, the former host of the Locked on Redskins podcast. So good to have him back home uh, with us here. Real quickly, Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, he's had a a good year by all accounts, but there's been some high moments and there's been some low moments. Last Sunday, he stunk or didn't do anything for most of the game and then great on the final drive. What Adrian Peterson do you expect to see week 16 against a good defense in Nashville? I think we'll get some flashes of, you know, the Peterson that we've seen throughout this year. But at this point, too, man, I mean, we we knew he was going to get to the point where he was, I don't want to say broken down, but just tired, worn out. He's still 33 years old as a running back that's got a lot of miles on him. And, uh, you know, it is is a defense that will get up and be physical with him. And they're not not the best in the NFL, but they are going to prevent it, you know, cause challenge. By the way, the Redskins offensive line is decimated, which isn't going to make Adrian Peterson's job any easier. No, absolutely not. But this is, you know, to me with Chris Thompson back, I mean, obviously they moved on from Capri Bibbs. You have Byron Marshall. I like the fact that they used the two running back set with Thompson and Marshall. I want to see more of this Byron Marshall. Now, I know that you're playing for something, and obviously AP is your number. But if you can't get AP on track, 
To me, I want to see more of Byron Marshall to see if, as an actual running back, as a slashing-type running back with a little bit of thickness to him, if he can be like the difference maker that loosens things up for both AP later in the game, where you can bring in kind of the hammer and, as well, Chris Thompson on some natural screens. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this. What did you think of the Capri Bibbs getting rid of him and yeah. sticking with Byron Marshall? Well, I, I didn't, and I, I'm sorry if you mentioned it on this no, podcast, no, no, I, but it, I'm just we curious. We didn't talk a lot about it because we've talked about Capri Bibbs throughout the year. I mean, you know that... I was a big fan of Capri Bibbs. I thought he absolutely should have been on the roster to start the year. The Redskins thought different. Clearly, I knew they liked Byron Marshall more than Capri. Right. So this didn't surprise me once Byron Marshall stayed healthy for more than two weeks, which he has now, mm-hmm. right? Look, I get what they did. I understand that Byron Marshall's skill set, and again, a little bit more thickness, if you will, mm-hmm. than Capri Bibbs, so you could use him maybe thickness a little bit. where? Come on now. A, a little bit more bulk. I thought you were going to know. A little, little bit, bit more, is, you know, little bit be, more bulk in his size, frame. Could be size, could be well, butt, could all, be... All over. You know? A little bit more bulk in his frame, okay? Well, you concentrate on body parts. I I'm was baiting you. talk about it from a football 101 <laughs> standpoint. I understand why they made... The problem is, is it's hard when a guy can't get out of the trainer's table or off the trainer's table, and Byron Marshall certainly has had that problem not only this year, but also last year when he first got here, and I know guys get hurt, and then you have Capri Bibbs, who does just does everything that you want him to, and oh, by the way, had four touchdowns, which essentially, I mean, if not for Adrian Peterson, led the team. It's it's just interesting how this running back position for the Redskins has been, like, it's just been such a roller coaster ride over the past few years, where you feel like they have some a couple of guys that maybe could develop into something like Keith Marshall years ago. And like, I mean, oh gosh, I mean, you could go back to, now that all the names are slipping, but I mean, they remember Jawan Jameson. No, Jawan Jameson was not who I was thinking of. I'm trying, <laughs> there's, there's a name, you know, when you have that moment where you have a name in your yeah. head and you can't think of it, it was a weird name. And that's all I can think of. Anyway, it's a weird name. That's all I care about. The point is, is that for years, this was a, a position that they needed to address. And then we get to this year, which is, you think, Darius Geis, this is our guy. Torn ACL. Okay, we're screwed. Oh, Adrian Peterson. All right, let's see what he's got. Holy crap, he can actually still play. Like, the roller coaster of emotions with the running back position for the Redskins over the past three, four, five years has been just, it's incredible, and I, it's got to be unmatched around the league. It, the way they cycle through guys and just can't seem, and by the way, have continued to think, even though I, hopefully they finally learned the lesson now, that Rob Kelly was a starter. Yeah. Like, it was going to be Rob Kelly after Darius Geis right. got hurt before they were like, wait a second, let's try somebody else out. Like, the constant pushing of Rob Kelly. Oh, Rob Kelly. We love Rob Kelly. Like, it's just it's mind-blowing to me how they've continued to just have to cycle through guys at the running back position. And, damn, they're lucky they even had Adrian Peterson well, this year. Well, they've had to do that at quarterback, too. Right. So. Well, and that's, an offensive yeah. line. And but they had qu- stability at quarterback right. for a while. That's the thing. Right. That was at least one of well, the few stable positions. Yes. yes, they did. And they've had to do it at corner. And uh, who knows what's going to happen. I'd say when we come back here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast, a couple more minutes uh, with uh, our pal Nick Ashu, the former host of the Lockdown Redskins podcast. We'll get into um, – the Monte Nicholson situation, which we know came to a head as well. Who has to step up on defense in order for the Redskins to have a chance to beat the Tennessee Titans? That's next right here on the weekend edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. All right, but first, guys, let me tell you about our friends at Action Heat. Yeah, this episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast brought to you by Action Heat. Make the world's best battery heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. It's engineered safely. Think about it as a heated car seat. Temperatures reaching up to 135 degrees. It is perfect for anybody on your holiday gift list. 
Great for anybody that works outdoors, construction, skiers, snowboarders, people that go to football games, right? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't like football to at least some degree. Action Heat Clothing provides toasty warmth, comfort for your whole body, including heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns. Available in men's and women's uh, multiple sizes, of course. So get with it now. Man. Heated products that fit everyone's budget at just thirty nine, starting at just thirty nine ninety nine. But we have a special offer for you guys, Locked On Redskins listeners, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Save twenty percent off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash locked on, or use the coupon code locked on at checkout to save twenty percent with Locked On. And action heat. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're with Hollywood Nick Ashu, our pal and uh, the former host of this podcast. Good to have him back home for another couple of minutes uh, the Redskins have had a merry-go-round basically at corner. They've had to shut down now a couple of guys. Of course, we know Quinton Dunbar. Do you, against a rather pedestrian group of receivers in Tennessee, do you worry about uh, maybe a, a big play given up, or are you like not even thinking that, and this all comes down to Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is the guy that I'm scared of the most, more than anything else. I mean, Mariota, if you look at that quarterback position, there's always been inconsistencies there. Now, he can run the ball, but – He's an inconsistent throwing quarterback still. He's been that way throughout his career. I mean, last year, he had more interceptions than touchdowns. I mean, he regressed tremendously last year. Now he's better this year. But Derrick Henry's that guy. Derrick Henry was supposed to be their feature back. The last couple of weeks, he's come on and dominated. I mean, we've watched some ridiculous performances from him. He's the guy that you're going to have to focus on. And listen, it's one of these things where you can sit here and know what they're going to do, but if you can't stop it, it really doesn't matter whether you know what's coming down the pipes next. And if it's Derrick Henry the entire time and you're the Redskins and you can't do anything about it, you're going to get pummeled. Last week, Kerrigan had a couple of sacks. Jonathan Allen was a man-child inside. A couple of sacks. Deron Payne recovered a fumble. And Preston Smith, I think, had six pressures, according to Pro Football Focus. Who, what one individual, Zach Brown had a sack and a nickel roll. What one individual do you think has to step up and either repeat his performance or stand out on Saturday for the Redskins to have I mean, a chance. I'm, I'm always going to pick the defensive line. I'm going to pick, whether it's Jonathan Allen or Deron Payne, these guys are supposed to be disruptors, game changers for them, and we've seen that. We've seen that something that was really one of their biggest weaknesses become one of their strengths this year in that defensive line. And, look, Deron Payne was brought in for a reason. Jonathan Allen has knock on wood, stayed healthy. And when we see what those guys are able to do, they have to continue to play at their peak level to help this team with all of the guys that are missing. And look, you can't have enough disruptors on your line, right? It's like you can't have enough pass rushers. You can't have enough disruptors on your defensive line. You can't have enough offensive linemen. There are certain positions where you just need all of that. Those are the guys right there. I want to see them all over the place on Saturday. Nick Ashu is with us. Again, watch him on NBC Sports Washington, the NBC 
uh, Sports Washington My Teams app as well on Wizards Outsiders before and after uh, Wizards games. Um, that's an NBA team for those of you just that are locked into football. And again, make sure you follow at Locked On NBA Net at Locked On NFL Net uh, for all of your NBA and NFL team information. Make sure you follow Nick at Nick Ashu. And again, watch him on TV. Listen to him on the radio on 106.7 The Fan. All right, real quickly, last thing. Um, the Monte Nicholson situation, I know we differ on this. Uh, for those that don't know your perspective, you are in uh, you are in favor of, of the Redskins being patient here, which is essentially what they did. They basically punted and didn't allow a touchdown return like they did last week. Yeah, listen, right now, get him away from the team, get him out of the public spotlight, get him away from any situation where he's going to have to be answering questions about it. And figure out the rest. I know there's a police report, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's everything that went on. You know that. People can lie, and there's a lot more that they can figure out. There's a lot more that they can investigate. I want to know the full story as to what happened. And if they feel like it's enough where he needs to be gone, fine. Get rid of him. But let's not sit here and jump on our high horse all of a sudden because we've seen a video and suddenly act outraged that when if there was no video, it would just be, oh, bar fight, this happened, and we move on. Like, football, you employ guys that can be very angry and very physical and very violent. It doesn't justify it. It doesn't say that it's right. But we need to understand that sometimes these guys, if it's a bar fight type situation, one of these, it's not good, but it's a lot different than a Reuben Foster type allegation. There's a big difference between the two. Hollywood Nick Cashew, always good to have you back home, pal. Yeah, man. Always good to be on. Appreciate it. Uh, make sure, again, you follow him at Nick Cashew if you're not already doing so. Always good to have him back on the Locked on Redskins podcast does a great job on TV and on the radio. And we bust each other's chops a lot, but we have mutual respect and admiration for each other. Always Aww, good to have him. I love you back too, home buddy. Here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. When we return, eye on the enemy and our Sunday six pack, including the Redskins Titans, which is technically on a Saturday. So we'll stretch it out, but we'll get you six games against the NFL spread. That's next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you back. This is the Locked On Redskins podcast, the weekend edition. Again, don't forget, Saturday afternoon game, Redskins and the Tennessee Titans. Let's take a look at our eye on the enemy, our weekly statistical look at how the enemy, the opponent of the Washington Redskins, matches up with the rest of the NFL in terms of several key statistical categories. The Tennessee Titans on offense, we know they're rather pedestrian, and the numbers show that. Yards per game, they average 317.8. The league average 354.4, so they're almost 37 yards below the league average. Uh, they're about three-tenths of a yard below the yards per play league average. Rushing yards per game, this is obviously where Derrick Henry, as we were talking about with Nick, comes into play, 130.8. But remember, their first 12 games they didn't have anywhere near those kind of massive numbers. It's only really the last two games, especially the one against Jacksonville a couple of weeks ago, 
so they're doing okay there on average, but again, very capable of being bottled up at least. Rushing yards per play, slightly above the league average. Passing yards per game. This is the big difference, and this is where the Redskins have to win, pass rush-wise and not giving up any big plays to pedestrian receivers and Marcus Mariota, who's inconsistent but talented. Passing yards per game, the Titans are only averaging 187 passing yards per game. The league average, 239.8, so you know they are well, well, well short there. A little bit short passing yards per play, so that's something to keep an eye on. They're not too bad in that area. Same thing with interception rate. Sacks per pass attempt, 11.49% in terms of sacks per pass attempt. They get sacked a ton The league average is 7.34% per pass attempt in terms of sacks. So a huge difference there. This is an opportunity for the Redskins' front seven to get after them, maybe a blitz from the secondary or two. Uh, In terms of uh, punt return average, they're averaging about 8.8. This is an area that the Titans can hurt. They're averaging 34 yards per kickoff return. That's something to keep uh, an eye on on third down. A um, little bit over the league average at 41.8%. Uh, red zone percentage, they're a little bit below. And goal to go, they're right at the league average, or just shy, I should say, of the league average. They average time of possession, 30 minutes and 20 seconds. They average 19.1 points per game, the league average, down to 234 Flipping the script on defense, the Tennessee Titans are at 329 yards per game allowed. The league average, again, 354.4. So just as bad as they're doing on offense, they're doing pretty darn good uh, on defense. Again, yards per play, they're well under the league average at 5.29 yards per play. Rushing uh, yards per game, uh, 110.3. Certainly, you'd like the Redskins to get at least that or somewhere close to that. Rushing yards per play, they're under the league average at 4.3 even. Passing yards per game, again, well under the league average, 21.1 yards under the league average, allowing only 218.7 passing yards per play. Again, a half a yard or just shy of a half a yard uh, below the league average. In terms of uh, kickoff return, they're allowing 27.9 per kickoff return. Again, the league average at 22.8, so a little bit deficient there. Uh, And on third down, this is where the Redskins are really going to struggle. The Tennessee Titans defense is only allowing a 34.8% conversion rate. The league average is 39.20, so they are well below the league average. And in the red zone, they're at 42%, 42 42.1%. Again, the league average there is 58.9%. So you can see in the red zone on third down, goal-to-go situations, uh, yards, this Tennessee defense is really going to present a banged-up, beleaguered Redskins attack. All sorts of issues. All right, so now it's time for our Sunday six-pack, but actually because we have the Saturday games, we're going to pick those, including the Redskins uh, and the Tennessee Titans. But first up, the Baltimore Ravens and the Los Angeles Chargers in L.A. at that little soccer stadium. The Chargers 11-3 and getting Melvin Gordon, or expected to have Melvin Gordon back. Keenan Allen is probable, so that's a good sign for them. Minus the four. I'll take the Chargers at home against the Ravens, making the trip out west, number one, 
And number two, I just don't trust, how could you, Lamar Jackson, to go win a game on the road against that defense, which is still pretty good. We'll get back to the Redskins and the Titans in just a moment. Elsewhere, the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Cowboys off the 23-0 shootout, a shutout rather, by the Indianapolis Colts. I have to think at home with a chance to pretty much put the NFC East on ice. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Yeah, sorry. Minus the seven, minus the seven over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Of course, no Cam Newton. Tyler Huneke is the new Panthers quarterback. Panthers have lost six in a row. The Falcons, no great shakes there at five and nine. This game in Charlotte, still the Falcons are the three-point road dogs. I'll take them in this spot despite not trusting them. I'll just figure that Matt Ryan can get the job done along with Julio Jones, uh, who is probable for this game. Again, no Cam Newton. Meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, uh, the line at three and a half in favor of the Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins minus the three and a half after the bad loss in Minnesota. I mean, again, we picked that game. We thought there would be a bad matchup for them. We were right. Dolphins seven and seven. Jaguars, as we know, lost to the Redskins at home. They are 4-10. and ten. So what we have here is the Dolphins minus the 3.5. We have the Falcons minus the 3. And we have Dallas minus the 7. Plus we have the Chargers uh, over the Baltimore Ravens. That game was minus 4. So we have to pick one more game, and then we'll get the Redskins and the... Tennessee Titans, of course, on Saturday uh, because we always pick the Redskins game. How about this? I'm going to go with Arizona plus the 14 and a half at home. Plus the 14 and a half at home against the struggling, <laughs> all of a sudden, Los Angeles Rams. It might be a get well game for the Rams. I think they miss Cooper Cup a lot. Todd Gurley's been banged up, as you know, that Sunday night. Uh, He is probable, so he should be able to play. But, again, I'll take the Cardinals. That's too big of a number for me to lay. I'll take the Cardinals minus the 14.5. And back to the Redskins and Tennessee on Saturday. I'll take the Redskins plus the 10, plus the 10 in Tennessee. I don't think they win ultimately uh, because of all the reasons we've talked about all week. But I'll take the Redskins plus the 10 against the Tennessee Titans in Smashville. All right, that's going to do it for us for the weekend edition. Again, enjoy the game on Saturday. I'll try and do one late Saturday evening, if not early Sunday morning. So look out for that as we approach episode number 150. Always good to have you aboard. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. For those of you that won't be with us because of travel, because of not working, because of whatever reason, hopefully the Redskins give us something to talk about good for next week. Hopefully the Redskins are 8-7 and seven and trying to lock down a playoff berth next Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. Have a great weekend. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.